Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast Series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the Scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello, welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast and our One Year Through the Bible series. Today is day number 25, January 25th, and our reading is from Exodus chapters 2 through 4. And over in the New Testament, we're going to be reading from Matthew chapter 17. Today we get introduced to a um, very prominent Bible character, uh, Moses. I don't, you know, to me, Moses is almost right up there with Abraham uh, in his fame. And he is born during a time when Hebrew male infants were ordered to be killed. We read about that yesterday. Uh, He's saved by his mother and eventually adopted by Pharaoh's daughter. Uh, He grows up in the palace, but later he flees Egypt to go live in the desert. He flees after killing an Egyptian slave driver who was beating a Hebrew slave. And on to Exodus chapter 3. Moses is a shepherd in the wilderness for some time. God appears to him in the burning bush, and God commissions Moses to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. And uh, Moses has some doubts about that, about his ability to do that, which, you know, that's uh, fair enough, I suppose you could say, but God gives him assurance and uh, of his presence and guidance. And then on to chapter four, God equips Moses with some miraculous signs to convince the Israelites and Pharaoh uh, of his calling from God and to set God's people free. And despite his initial reluctance, Moses does in fact become God's chosen instrument for delivering the Israelites from 400 long years of slavery. Over into the New Testament, Matthew chapter 17, uh, Jesus's transfiguration uh, is the major event in this chapter. He brings Peter, James, John up to a mountain where he is transfigured. He shines brightly um, before him. And he converses with Moses and Elijah, uh, showing us his, you know, his divine nature as Jesus. And something interesting to think about is Jesus is the fulfillment of the law represented by Moses and also the fulfillment of all the prophets represented by Elijah. And going on from there, Jesus heals a boy possessed by a demon and our chapter in the New Testament today concludes with Jesus foretelling his own death and resurrection in preparation for his disciples, preparing them for what is to come. Well, let's go to our reading today, then we'll come back and wrap up with a few very brief thoughts and things to meditate on from our reading today. Exodus chapter two. Now a man of the house of Levi went and married a daughter of Levi. The woman conceived and bore a son. And when she saw him, that he was a beautiful child, she hid him three months. When she could no longer hide him, she took him, took for him a container made of bulrushes and daubed it with tar and with pitch. She then put the child in it and set it in the reeds of the river's bank. Then his sisters stood afar off so that she might know what would happen to him. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river while her maidens walked along by the river's side. And when she saw the container among the reeds, she sent her maid and retrieved it. When she opened it, she saw the child. He was crying. She had compassion on him and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. 
Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call for you a nursing woman of the Hebrew women so that she may nurse the child for you? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. So the young girl went and called the child's mother. Pharaoh's daughter said to her, take this child away and nurse him for me and I will give you your wages. So the woman took the child and nursed him. Now the child grew and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. And she called his name Moses and said, because I drew him out of the water. In those days, when Moses was grown, he went out to his brothers and looked on their burdens. And he saw an Egyptian striking a Hebrew, one of his brothers. He looked this way and that. And when he saw no one, he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. When he went out the next day, two men of the Hebrews struggled with each other. And he said to him, that did the wrong. Why do you strike your companion? And he said, who made you the prince and the judge over us? Do you intend to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? Moses feared and said, surely this thing is known. Now, when Pharaoh heard this thing, he sought to slay Moses. But Moses fled from the presence of Pharaoh and settled in the land of Midian, and he dwelled by a well. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. Then shepherds came and drove them away, but Moses stood up and helped them and watered their flock. When they came to Ruel, their father, he said, why is it you have come back so soon today? And they said, an Egyptian delivered us out of the land of the shepherds and also drew water for us and watered the flock. He said to his daughter, so where is he? Why is it that you have left the men? Call him so that he may eat bread. Moses was content to dwell with the man and he gave Zipporah, his daughter, to Moses. Then she gave birth to a son and he called his name Gershom. For he said, I have been a sojourner in a foreign land. In the passing of the time, the king of Egypt died and the children of Israel sighed because of the bondage. And they cried out and their cry came up to God on account of the bondage. God heard their groaning and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God looked on the children of Israel and God had concern for them. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the desert and came to the mountain of God of Tehorah. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush, and he looked, and the bush burned with fire, but the bush was not consumed. So Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called to him from out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, here I am. He said, do not approach here. Remove your sandals from off your feet for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face for he was afraid to look upon God. The Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry on account of their taskmasters for I know their sorrows. Therefore, I've come down to deliver them out of the land of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land to a good and spacious land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, and to the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Now, therefore, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me. Moreover, I also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians are oppressing them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh so that you may bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. God. Moses said to God, who am I that should go to Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? He said, certainly I will be with you and this will be a sign to you that I have sent you. When you have brought forth the people out of Egypt, all of you shall serve God on this mountain. Moses said to God, I am going to the children of Israel and will say to them, 
the God of your fathers has sent me to you. When they say to me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, you will say this to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God moreover said to Moses, thus you will say to the children, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. And this is my memorial to all generations. Go and gather the elders of the Israel together and say to them, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac and of Jacob appeared to me saying, I am indeed concerned about you and what has been done to you in Egypt. Therefore, I said, I will bring you out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites to a land flowing with milk and honey. They shall listen to your voice and you shall come, you and the elders of Israel, to the king of Egypt, and you must say to him, the Lord, the God of the Hebrews has met with us. Therefore, now let us go, we ask you, three days journey into the wilderness so that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. However, I know that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not even under a forceful hand. So I will stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all my wonders, which I will perform in its midst. And after that, he will let you go. I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it will come to pass that when you go, you will not go empty handed, but every woman will borrow of her neighbor and of her that sojourns in her house, articles of silver and articles of gold and clothing. And you will put them on your son's and your daughters, in this way, you will plunder the Egyptians. Chapter four. And Moses answered and said, but they will not believe me nor listen to my voice, for they will say the Lord has not appeared to you. The Lord said to him, what's that in your hand? And he said, a rod. He said, throw it on the ground. And he threw it on the ground and it became a serpent. Then Moses fled from it. Then the Lord said to Moses, put forth your hand and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand and caught it. And it became a rod in his hand. This is so that they may believe that the Lord, the God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has appeared to you. The Lord said furthermore to him, now put your hand in your bosom. He put his hand into his bosom. And when he took it out, his hand was as leprous as snow. He said, put your hand into your bosom again. So he put his hand into his bosom again and brought it out of his bosom. And it was restored like his other's flesh. If they will not believe you, nor listen to the voice of the first sign, then they believe the voice of the latter sign. But if they will not believe also these two signs, or listen to your voice, then you shall take water from the river and pour it on the dry land. And the water which you take out of the river will become blood on the dry land. Then Moses said to the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. The Lord said to him, who has made man's mouth or who made the dumb or deaf or the seeing or the blind? Have I not the Lord? Now, therefore go and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you must say. He said, Oh my Lord, send, I pray by the hand of whomever else you will send. The anger of the Lord was inflamed against Moses. And he said, is not Aaron the Levite, your brother? I know that he can speak well. And also he comes out to meet you. And when he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth and I will be with your mouth and with his mouth and will teach you what you must do. What's more, he will be your spokesman to the people and he will be as a mouth for you and you will be as God to him. You must take his rod in your hand with which you will perform the signs. 
Moses went and returned to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said to him, please let me go and return to my brothers who are in Egypt and see whether they yet be alive. And Jethro said to Moses, go in peace. The Lord said to those in Midian, go return to Egypt, for all the men are dead who sought your life. Moses took his wife and sons and sent them on a donkey, and he returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses took the rod of God in his hand. The Lord said to Moses, when you go to return into Egypt, see that you do all those wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in your hand, but I will harden his heart so that he shall not let the people go. You shall say to Pharaoh, thus says the Lord, Israel's my son, even my firstborn. So I say to you, let my son go that he may serve me. And if you refuse to let him go, I will slay your son, even your firstborn. At a lodging place on the way, the Lord met him and sought to kill him. Then Zipporah took a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son and threw it at his feet and said, Surely a bloody husband are you to me. So he let her go. Then she said, A bloody husband you are because of the circumcision. Now the Lord said to Aaron, Go into the wilderness to meet Moses. So he met him and met him at the Mount of God and kissed him. Moses told Aaron all the words of the Lord who had sent him and all the signs which he had commanded him. Moses and Aaron went and gathered together all the elders of the children of Israel. And Aaron spoke all the words which the Lord had spoken to Moses and did the signs in the sight of the people. And the people believed. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the children of Israel and that he had looked on their affliction, they bowed down and worshiped him. Matthew chapter 17 in the New Testament. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and brought them up to a high mountain alone, and was transfigured before them. His face shone as the sun, and his garments became white as the light. Suddenly Moses and Elijah appeared to him, talking to him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make three tabernacles here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice said from the cloud, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Then when the disciples heard this, they fell on their faces and were filled with awe. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Rise and do not be afraid. When they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. As they came down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Tell the vision to no one until the Son of Man is risen from the dead. His disciples asked him, Why then did the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Jesus answered, Elijah truly does first come and will restore all things. But I tell you that Elijah has already come. And they did not know him, but did to him whatever they pleased. Likewise, the Son of Man will also suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was speaking to them of John the Baptist. When they came to the to the crowd, a man came to him and knelt before him, saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic, epileptic and suffers terribly. He often falls into the fire and often into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. Then Jesus answered, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and he came out, and the child was instantly healed. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast him out? Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for truly I say to you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. But this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. While they were staying in Galilee, 
Jesus said to them, the son of man is about to be betrayed into the hands of men and they will kill him and he will be raised on the third day. And they were extremely sorrowful. When they came to Capernaum, those who collected tax money came to Peter and said, does your teacher not pay the tax? He said, yes. And when he came home, Jesus stopped him saying, what do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth take custom or taxes? From their own sons or from strangers? And Peter said to him, from strangers. Jesus said to him, then the sons are free. However, lest we offend them, go to the sea and cast a hook and take the first fish that comes up. And when you open its mouth, you will find a coin. Take it, give it to them for you and me. Well, that's our reading for today. Um, some things to think about today to go along with our reading. Exodus chapter two through four that we read highlights Moses's calling and preparation to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. And, you know, despite Moses's initial reluctance and doubts about his abilities, God has uniquely prepared and equipped him for the task. And reflect on times, a time, different times when doubts and insecurities may have hindered your response to God's call. And how can the story of Moses moving from reluctance to acceptance inspire you to trust in God's guidance and provision in your times of doubt and uncertainty? And, you know, have there been times in your life where faith played a crucial role in overcoming challenges? And one last question to consider today, what is one way you can trust more deeply in God's provision in the circumstances you find yourself in today? Well, that's our reading for today. And I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. Stop beating my soul